Welcome to the Neodachuan Podcast. My name is Isaac Kamins. This is a bi-weekly podcast where my friend Jess O'Brien and I discuss internal martial arts, qigong, and meditation. Uh, we're still on break, so this is another episode from our Patreon. Uh, this is the first episode from our series on the eight bodies of uh, Taoism. This discusses what the eight energy bodies are and kind of gives an introduction into what we talk about in the rest of the series. So hope you enjoy it. Hope you're having a good uh, holiday season. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening and be well. Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. This is the first in our eight-part series on the eight energy bodies in Taoism. Uh, we're going to look at how the eight bodies are structured first, and then we'll begin examining each individual energy body. Uh, this will include both a look at the... Um, Description Bruce gives of the energy bodies, the I Ching, uh, corresponding I Ching hexagram, and looking at the Bagua Zhang uh, palm change energy that goes along with it. So, thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening, and uh, take care of yourselves. For our next topic, we wanted to take a look at one of the concepts that goes along with training the Taoist Neigong that we've been talking about, and that's the idea of the eight bodies. And it's sort of a, I guess I think of it as like an organizing principle to kind of understand uh, <clears throat> how you work with energy, like from your own energy to energy in the world around you. And so it's not like exactly a set or anything. It's a way of looking at all the sets and all the training you do, right? Like, how do you think about the eight bodies? That's a way of mapping the physical structure that can, you know, we inhabit while we're on this planet, right? So all... According to this theory, all living things have eight layers of matter, right? So that, well, seven layers of matter and one layer of existence on a, another <laughs> plane. But it doesn't matter if it's a tree, a monkey, the ocean, hmm. a human being. They all have this same layers, you know, because it's just sort of how they mapped it out. So in terms of the... You know, training the body, this is the equivalent of like a five element system, right? You have, have things in that about organs and body parts and stuff. This is a way of mapping the body and, and the energy that runs right. through the body more than just the sort of physicality of it. Right. So like taking from the, uh, relaxing into your being by BK Francis, here's a paragraph that says, given their preoccupation with energy and its study... Taoists have identified in humans a system of distinct vibrational levels of energy that they call the eight bodies. They believe that each person possesses eight different energy bodies. So it's like each person has eight different layers. So your first layer is obviously the physical world you inhabit. But beyond that, there's eight more subtle vibrational layers, he calls it. Right. So do you want to list them or do you want me to just um, yeah, you can level through it? Right, well, why don't you go ahead and just list your thought of them, and then we'll read them individually. Right. So the first one is your physical body, right? So that's everything to do with the concrete stuff you can feel and right. touch. And, Any, anything um, you can feel and touch so with your that, physical hand. Um, that relates to, like, all the five elements, for example, exist on that plane, right? So anything where you're talking about the five elements, or you're talking about a body part, or you're talking about a spine, or... The, all the all material that. world, basically. Uh, yeah, all that exists on that first one. So 
that's primarily what you're dealing with when you're doing things like energy gates and you know just basic qigong stuff you're just getting your physical body and then the second body which is your energetic body or your chi body to work together right so you have your physical body and the st- the energy that runs it so that's mm. the first two and that's the primary thing you're dealing with for most physical practices right like qigong so, and martial arts yeah so so the idea being that you know you do a physical motion it builds up your energy you feel and move your energy that strengthens your physicality hmm. and this is that just cycle of physical and energetic that all of these practices are built upon so then this thing goes deeper into the next six bodies the next six bodies which are ranging from your emotions all the way out to the ends of the universe aka the Tao, right so when you start moving into these higher levels, the assumption is, A, you can feel what's happening on the physical level because that's kind of your, um, how you're going to tell what's happening, right? Mm. So, um, like, that's how you know if the energy is running because your physical body is going to tell you that it's running. Right, so that's like your so the initial... sensations are the most strongest sensations in your physical right. body, kind of. So like dissolving is how you do that, right? Because that's how you wake up the physical stuff, but also start to feel what's happening in that space. So like I would like one of the things that I initially was thinking about was, so like each of these eight bodies occupies different area of the world kind of like your physical body is very clearly delineated but your energy body is slightly bigger than your physical body right and then the other bodies occupy even more space outwardly as well as inwardly like there's that concept is kind of hard to wrap your brain around. yeah i mean it it goes in both directions right so it's a positive and negative if you think the the very sort of tip of your flesh that's zero right and Mm. then you've got a negative out eight and a positive out eight you know or in eight right so you can go in towards your bone marrow eight layers and you can go out towards the ends of the universe eight layers and there's corresponding things right so for every energy gate that exists on your physical level it also exists on all these other planes right and so it becomes sort of this thing of multi-dimensional existence right where you're not just um existing on this plane but you're existing on larger planes like dimensions that we aren't aware of but that exist in you know other dimensions so that's kind of where i think some of this stuff goes is it's like you're learning how to do things like astral travel and you know all these weird sort of meditative practices (laughs) through these these layers of energy in your body so it's like the the actions that you take place if your mind is somehow like highly developed you could be experiencing these other sort of levels that are much more subtle but they're part of your actual self on some level even though they're quite uh amorphous and yeah i mean i think the thing is that we all experience them all the time we just don't put a word to it or necessarily even acknowledge that it was it happened but you know, everybody knows the feeling of somebody walking into a room with either a really positive or a really negative 
attitude and it just sort of brings the room down or up with them you sure. know? and that's when that second and third layers of energy are affecting you and so you're not you know you might not call it that you might just say oh that guy's a dick or you know he's got a really bad vibe or whatever but that's what it is you know I mean, mm -hmm. from this model that's what's happening is that they're you know, their second and third energy bodies are mixing with your second and third energy bodies and yours don't like them. You know, it's like sort of a, and <laughs> so it's like our energy, our bodies over our physical bodies don't overlap, but all of our energy and emotional and mental bodies are somehow overlapping with each other. Yeah. I mean, the, cl time. the closer you get to someone, the more of them you're dealing with. Right. Like, so, I mean, you can sort of think of it like, if you're three inches away and I shout in your face, that's going to have a really different effect than if you're a mile and a half away. Right. Like, but my mental and psychic energy could reach you a mile and a half away. No problem. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you had such abilities, right. So that, that whole thing of, of, you know, once you can kind of, it is a bit like jumping between dimensions, but, you can jump your awareness from these different layers. It's kind of like you just have experiences of, of things on, on non-physical mm -hmm. dimensions. And it's just, again, I said, like, you're just putting a name to things, I think, that everybody feels. Right, it's you like, just feel like their intuitions are sort of yeah, distant sort of echoes or dreams or whatever. I mean, not to go too far down the line, but, you know, when you get into the stuff about the the psychic bodies right and that whole thing i mean most of that's just what we refer to as intuition right mm -hmm. or or uh you know instinct and mm -hmm. it's sort of like yeah that's just part of this you know right and i think thing. the study is to like get a better more crystal clear understanding of everything right whether it's your energy gates or these energy bodies or whatever this whole thing is about pursuing with curiosity, trying to figure out your place in the world. And these bodies, it's interesting how all of our energy bodies mix with each other so interdependently. It's, it's almost like the energy bodies are group energy bodies in a way. Because if all of our, I don't know, we, we affect each other much more than we think, basically, is my takeaway. Like um, the thoughts of your fellow human being, their emotions, they affect us in a subtle way that we may not... Right, the aware of, right? In, in, in like Carl Jung talked about the collective unconscious, mm, sure. right? That's basically the same idea, right? That, yeah, that you yeah. have this, we all have this, but that's the doubt. That's way down the line. There's a whole bunch of stuff before you get to the thing that connects you to everything else, right? So first it's the thing that connects you to the physical world. Then it's the thing that connects you to, you know, energy. And then it's the thing that connects you to emotions, right? So when you get into like um, the more advanced stages of Neigong, you start breaking into that third energy body because the health and vitality of your physical body is going to have an effect or lack thereof is going to have an effect on your, your mood, your emotions, right? So right. if you're, you know, happy and healthy physically, your, your emotions are going to, Kind of reflect that if right. you're not. So all those bodies are related. So I'll read to the first body. It says, the first body is your physical body, which is the most dense of the human energy bodies. 
The succeeding bodies consist of progressively more subtle energies that vibrate at higher and higher frequencies. Beginning with the physical body, each successive body not only occupies the same space as the previous one, but also extends farther outward and therefore is larger than the one before. Your consciousness of your physical body ideally should begin inside your bone marrow and extend outward to your skin. Yeah, that's a lot of awareness. Hmm. I mean, feeling everything from your skin down to your bone marrow, that's, you know, that's very detailed little right. pieces in there, you know. But, so but the you, idea of the physical energy body is is a grand quest to discover the most sensation you can within your own body, seems to me. Yeah, you can, you can break it down into, f- like, physical things, so you can have... Uh, Skin, fascia, muscle, tendons, ligaments, uh, bones, bone marrow, and the center of the bone marrow. And those are your eight layers from the skin to the bone marrow, right? So the, like, the eighth one isn't a physical thing. It's an energetic line down the middle. So the last physical one is, the num- is number seven, mm-hmm. which is your bone marrow. And so then there's the sort of invisible line down the middle. So... You know, that is, while that is all contained within your physical body, it is also the sort of reflection of the one, the corresponding one on the, the outer realm. So if you want to feel your second energy body outside of you, feeling the second layer of energy inside your body is going to help. So that layer under the top layer of skin somehow... Yeah, so there's the there's the like the very surface of your skin where you can run your fingers across mm. it and it doesn't stick, and then there's just that little bit of pressure and then it kind of jiggles back and mm. forth, right? So that that's that's about the amount of space you're dealing with. It's like you know maybe a I don't know thirty seconds of an inch, you know, millimeter type of thing. And 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 as you go into it, you're just getting smaller and smaller because so you if you know, pressed harder, you'd go deeper in there. Yeah, like one of the things in terms of like both body work but also martial arts is being able to affect, touch, manipulate these different layers. So like if if you want to move somebody, you grab them on that second or third layer. If you want to stop somebody, you grab them on that fifth or sixth layer. You know, you get down you're to their bone, into the bone, you press on someone's bone, they stop moving. You know, they you know, because it'll break if they keep moving. Where if you just lightly twist their soft tissue, they'll just move in the direction you want them to go without even really knowing they're doing it. Because you can, all, all the stuff, like for example, in uh, Aikido or Bagua or Tai Chi, where you're leading someone, all of that has to do with kind of using your physical body to grab the other ones mm, that yeah. sort of tug when you get a grip yeah. on somebody but it's still fairly light but you can just yank them all the empty force stuff mm. same thing it's it's where you're you know you're it's a physical action but you part of what's happening is you're you're grabbing those other layers of um energy if you look <clears throat> if you want to see an example of it there's a couple of times in the old young style fighting video that Bruce put out in the eighties. He does some stuff in that thing and he does it to the other guys almost by accident, I think. But he says in the thing, like what you're about to see is me doing something that looks like I'm not doing anything, but this is what's happening. Okay. And he explains it in that, that, you know, 
A lot of it is that just when somebody fully commits to punching you in the face, there's a whole lot of energy coming at you on a whole lot of different layers. Sure. And if you can kind of sucker them into it and suck them in, they, they will slightly move with what you're doing. I mean, it's not like you're going to throw right. them across the room. That's right. bullshit. So looking a little bit further at this idea of a physical energy body, the first of eight energy bodies is this physical one, which is the most obvious one. It's the one you can touch and feel. So you got to work with that one the most until you can get feel inward into it. And each of the different layers all the way down to the bone marrow. Another thing is that how if you've got eight energy bodies, it also connects to the eight trigrams of Yijing and of course eight trigrams of Bagua training, um, Bagua Zhang. So there's a lot of connections that are made. So that same map of eight um, bodies can be used to make eight trigrams to list eight palm changes and stuff like that. So the first palm change in the Bagua system is related to the physical energy body, right? So the idea is Chen, the uh, idea of heaven. So I wanted to read this little piece by Frank Allen about the single palm change and how it relates to this first palm, uh, first trigram, heaven. Single palm change manifests the change pattern represented by the trigram Chen, heaven, pure yang. With the single palm chain, you learn how to coordinate hands and body movements when the hands move one at a time and to project outward energy. It is the creative foundation for the other palm changes. It is related to the physical energy body. So each of the palm changes is connected to one of the energy bodies. And I thought that was interesting. He says that the hands moving away from the body and opening and growing seems to be the theme of the physical energy body. Yeah, I mean, it's... Again, you know, we've talked a lot about how different Bagua systems are based on different models, right? And, you know, Bruce's model is this eight triagram system and everything being based on the I Ching. So, you know, other schools do animals or, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. So... With with that in mind, what you what in, in a sense is happening is it's like okay, we've got this map of the, how the body works. In order to teach this physical thing, we kind of layer it on top of this other system that also happens to have eight things going on. So it just kind of fits. Right, the eights work um, together. So with the with the physical body right what's the first thing you've got to do with the physical mm. body is essentially you've got to make it um like open and healthy like strong strong right? so so active awake get rid of the contractions essentially mm. right that when you look at most of the stuff in this kind of assumes that there's two kinds of things that can affect the body, a contraction or like an abundance, an, an overabundance of something. So if you have an overabundance of something, a yang type of thing, you know, you're, you're hot, you're heavy, you're, you're, uh, you're injured in a way that's very externally like noticeable, right? If you have this sort of other thing, it's more like your body's contracted and your energy is nervous and kind of, you know, scattered. And so the first thing you're trying to do is in either direction, just balance that out so that you have this ability to open and stretch and lengthen, but it's not tense and it's not forced and it's not, um, coming from a place of like, 
you know, um, an outward like stretch. It's coming from the inside out. So this again, this is that thing of going when you move out, it's coming all the way from your bone marrow out to your fingertips. So it's both moving um, from your from your bone marrow to your skin and from your your center to periphery, right? From your spine to your fingertips, for example. So you have these two expansions mm -hmm. in a sense, right? And that gives you, you know, Pung, for example, in Tai Chi is an example of that. Um, you know, in Bagua, it's the single palm change. In Shingi, it's basically everything you do. It has that sense of expanding and opening. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like that's their thing. So, you know, that, 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 it, again, it's, it's a way of saying, okay, you're going to try your first hurdle, your first level of practice is to integrate everything that you can in, inside your body, right? And that's what the single palm change initially starts with. It's what Xingyi starts with. It's what Tai Chi starts with. It's what Neigong starts with because that's kind of like you can't go any further mm -hmm. if you don't that have that first energy body has to be pretty solid yeah. has to be feeling it can't really be distracting you with a bunch of pain and suffering you kind of got to smooth it out a little it's the cup get it feeling good yeah. right it's the cup that you're going to put everything into mm -hmm. so you, know, you can't drink the delicious juice mm -hmm. or wine or beer or whatever it is you're into if you don't have a cup Right, and the cup is based on you know this thing of what. And cup. some cups are more banged up than others, or whatever. But if you can, you know, take decent care of it, and now it'll it'll serve you. And right, and the idea being, I think, with that is it's sort it. of like, well, the healthier your cup is, the mm. more weight, you know, the more you can fill it up. Yeah, right. You so can drink, right? your handle's not going to break or right. you know, whatever. Like, so but still, even the worst tin cup can still have all the seven energy bodies poured into it, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. In a way, you it's know? just so you can never tell who is. I mean, yeah. I mean, the that's the thing. It's it. like, um, people are sort of generally like prone to certain bodies. Like you'll have a, a you'll just gravitate to that based on your constitution. So, um, you know, people just might be more fire or more thunder or more, you know, they just have a certain kind of like, you know, thing about them. Right. So people who are, are very, um, what we would call like gregarious or like outwardly, like, you know, nice. That's usually, that's that heaven thing. They're bought, you know, they're open, their energy's expanding. It's open. It's like, it's not scared to engage with something. Mm -hmm. Right. Where you get someone who's all nervous and shy, and, you know, their energy is going to be all contracted and, you know, they're going to be much right. more of a, what we would call an introvert, right? right? So it's kind of these these traits kind of, you know, and you see, I mean, uh, modern psychology has their archetypes and they kind of track very similarly to Probably, what this yeah. stuff does because it's basically just how people deal right. with shit, you know, and so you kind of are looking at, well... Um, like in some of the Hindu traditions, they have it mapped out to seven because they mixed the seven and eight into one thing, but it's still basically the same, um, pieces because, you know, they're just feeling these layers. And so that you might, they divide them up slightly different, give them different names, but you know, they're still trying to more or less describe these, right. you know, these, these eight layers that exist. Right. 
So, you know, it's just kind of... And indescribable experientially somehow to, like, give you a path without, like, dissecting yourself physically to, like, try and access all the different levels of your body and the nerves that are there. There's so much going on that we miss out on. So, like, the teaching of that physical energy body is to get, you know, to really get in there as much as you can and make the most of it and don't miss out on it because, like, it's, it's filled with wonders, right? So, like... That first level of training is to just get us in touch with that as much as possible to open up the path to working with the energy, energy body. Yeah, it's the thing that's going to like give you a sense of joy in life, right? That for, Because everything you experience in life, whether it's, you know, food or sex or the outdoors or the feel of something that just is pleasant to you, you know, like you like rubbing your hand on a smooth piece of wood or something. Mm-hmm you have this kind of like sensory thing. That's all that, all of that's your body that, and and the the more in tune you are to that, the more healthy that is. It's just the more pleasant your experience is going to be while you're in it. And that's kind of the whole Taoist thing is to say, okay, well, like for this period of time that you happen to exist on this plane in this body, you might as well kind of enjoy it. And make this container as healthy and as strong as possible. Right. Because otherwise it's going to be kind of a miserable ride. Right. You know, that's just sort of it's there. limited. And yeah. that, and in a way, that same logic applies to all the other seven bodies. Everyone has the eight bodies. But do you want to brighten them up and clear out some of the clutter and, and help them work as best as, as well as they can? That's what the training is about, right? For sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, the vast majority of people, I think, don't get past an awareness of five or six that you know very few people have an awareness of these larger ones you know concrete awareness of these larger ones but these first five a little bit of six i think we all kind of in some ways have felt those things and so you can kind of like go all right i think i know what that is like you know most people for example have had the experience of an emotion moving into a thought, right? The, the, the classic one is you get, you get so angry that you, you, you figure out what the problem is and Mm. you just do it. So it's the, um, you know, if you want to get something right done, you do it yourself. That's, that's that mindset, that layer of things where you're just fourth energy body is the mind's energy. Right. So you, 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 your, your emotions have just sort of, jumped into the next layer and kicked that next mm. thing up. And so that's how one layer mixes into the next, you're saying? Yeah, and they, they all kind of fold into the next one, but that's just sort of how it works. 